Welcome back to Emily TKL Talks Golf and Other Sports here on ESPN Radio AM 850 and Hilo AM 790 in Kona. And with us still is Josh Pocheco, Josh, the program director at ESPN. Hi, Josh. Hey, good to be back with you. And, and with uh, Josh, this time in this segment, we have John Burnett, who's a columnist with the Hawaii Tribune. How are you doing, Emily? With us. Great. And John, uh, of course, we talked earlier in an earlier segment about John being a great mentor for Josh, so we're going to get into that a little bit. But John is with the Hawaii Tribune, but you've had a, a very, very career in the media, in the world of media, haven't you, John? I've, yeah, I have. Mostly radio, some television, a little music business, and, and uh, now print. And well, kind let's of gone start full circle. with some of those. Let's start with the radio, and let's start with, um, I know Josh talks a lot about you guys or him learning an awful lot from you doing play-by-play years ago. That's news to me, but hey, I'll, I'll go with it because because Josh is already better than I ever was. He's only 22 years old, and by that time, you know, I was 11 years away from calling my first game on the radio. I didn't I didn't even call a game till I was 33. And where was that? That was in Honolulu, and it was a Rainbow Classic game, and I lied my way into the gig. <laughs> uh, this is um, a guy. It, it was uh, McNeese State. From Louisiana came over to play in the Rainbow Classic, and they needed a play-by-play guy. And the guy who was engineering said, "Well, I know you're really into sports. You ever done any play-by-play?" And I said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> Line number one. <laughs> I love this story. Oh, it, it, yeah, it gets better. I was <laughs> awful. It was absolutely terrible. I did two games. I made more money than I ever made for anything calling a game on the radio since. Uh, he said, "Well, how much you want?" I said, two games, uh, three hundred fifty dollars." And he said, "Done." And, you know, which is a whole lot more than I than, than I made for for most of my gigs. Um, I thought when I was uh, getting a hundred dollars doing play by play for the Hawaii Winter League, to me that was hey, that's good money, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it is for what local guys get generally for calling games. I sure. had no idea what I was talking about. It turned it out that's how it was on the radio. Also, uh, Tom Loudon, who had been a who had been a guard for for UH and and then uh, became a coach later for Chaminade and had gotten, uh, well, some bad publicity after having gotten busted in a very large cocaine ring as well. But uh, a great guy, nonetheless, made a mistake and has paid his debt to society. Um, He was calling color, and I can't tell you how many times during the two games that we called on the air that that man saved my Ocole. (laughs) <laughs> he had you never he had never done partner. radio that's either, but he, partner, right? that's right. Uh, and he was the expert, of course, on basketball. I was an expert on nothing except <laughs> running my mouth and usually getting myself into trouble doing it. So, did you have a vision that you wanted to be play by play? You were working yourself into that place. Well, you know what? It was something that I had wanted to do for a long, long time. But uh, I got into the business as a disc jockey, and I was happy doing that. And that's just kind of where it was for years when I got old. I moved into the news side. When I first got into radio, the news person generally was the smartest individual and generally the oldest individual in the radio station. That's pretty much how it worked. You know, I here I was 22, you know, working with a guy who was 50 years old and college educated, and, and I was a high school dropout. I didn't get my college degree until much, much later. And... It, and, and it really was, you know, quite the, quite the education. But I found when I worked in radio that, that there wasn't a single job that had a microphone in front of it that I didn't enjoy. Um, I'm 
kind of an introvert by nature if you meet me on the street and all that. You know, I'm not the most talkative guy in the world, but you put me in front of a microphone or with somebody like Josh who, you know, who, who I can really relate to and things change. You know, yep. uh, Clark Kent gets into his phone booth. Yeah. And, and what brought you over to the Big Island in 1987? The fact that I lost my job at Capoy just uh, two weeks before. Uh, they were looking for a guy to do Vulcan sports on the radio at KPUA. My, my best friend, Ken Hupp who is still at KPUA. Oh, I know Ken, sure. Sure. Yeah, Ken and I have been friends for years and years and years. We've been friends since 1976, as a matter of fact. Um, he was looking, he was going through some tapes, and he asked me about several people on Oahu the, who had uh, applied for it. And at the time, I was the news director at KPOI, making more money than I should without a contract, doing, doing the morning news. And... He, you know, he asked me about several people. Three of them, I, I told him, I said, you hire any one of these three guys and you'll be doing just fine. Anyhow, um, a few days later, I found myself out of work. I got, I got called into the general manager's office who had just come back from vacation. He'd been to Los Angeles. He had heard a man-woman mo morning show, and that was his vision. Uh, I, we had a man-man morning show, and we had taken the station from number nine to number three in the market in just two ratings books. But... Um, my my partner had a contract. They moved him to afternoons, and uh, they put a man and a woman on in the mornings, and they went immediately back down to number nine. And you know, well, I'm not. Radio, I, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. You know, that was that that was how it was with them. But anyhow, um, before I left the building, they were they were kind of you know watching me get my personals and all that. But I made a phone call to Ken before I left the building, and it, it, and it, it's ironic because a week before I or a couple of weeks before before my GM went on vacation, he said, John, let's see. You're doing the morning news. You're kind of a part of the entertainment there. You do all these character voices. You also have a Sunday evening talk show. And you're good at every one of them, but you're not great at anything. What you need to do is find one thing and be great at it. Uh, what do you want to be great at? And I said sports play-by-play. -play. That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. Wow. And he said, well, we don't have that here. And, uh, you know, I, I should have realized at that point my days there were limited. But when he came back and uh, let me go... I called Ken and I said, is that job open still at, at KPUA to do Vulcan Sports? And I said, if it is, I'd like to throw another name into the mix. And he says, whose would that be? And I said, mine. And he said, how fast can you get here? Wow. And so I said, you, when you got there, Joey Estrella was already the baseball coach at the U of H. Joey Estrella was the athletic director at UH okay. when I got there. Joey Estrella has been the baseball coach since 1978. Six, I believe. Oh yeah, Joey. On earlier in the show, talking about his baseball clinic that's coming up um, in July, what seventeenth to the nineteenth at Simmons Fields in Kailua Kona. So I'm sure you'll probably write something about that in your column. But um, is that now? Is that where Josh? Is that where you and John met when when John was doing the play by play? And Josh, talk a little bit about your you know vision the same way. You wanted to do play by play and what you learned from from John. And the reason I like to talk about this stuff is there's so many people who love sports, but maybe playing the sport isn't their, their thing. And there's so many ways of, of, of getting into broadcasting without having to go through all the four years of school. If you didn't, weren't able to just being determined and, and knowing what you want to do. So Josh, some comments on that and what you learned from John. My entry into broadcasting actually was how I met John. Uh, I saw a flyer when I was a senior in high school, I think I was 17 at the time. Uh, my teacher, actually, I should give my teacher credit. She saw the flyer and she said, hey, I know you like doing public speaking, you MC stuff at school. You know, I know you want to do radio. Uh, we, I saw this flyer at the university for the campus radio station, University Radio Hilo. And she said, hey, you should try it out. So I went down there 
and met the staff, met Mark, uh, who was the general manager, Mark Farrell, great guy, Cubs fan, as is John. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we uh, we later met, and one of the things we had, we had brought up was, well, hey, you know, how, how cool would it be if we were able to start a, uh, you know, webcasting for the students to do play-by-play for, for the Vulcan games? And, you know, with that, when I brought up to Mark, and, and, and I realized, hey, John Burnett is the advisor to, to, to the campus radio station. And I remember when I was younger, I was listening to the Vulcan games when, when they were on uh, when they were on the other radio station. And it was, it was kind of cool because my first game was with John. And we were doing a Vulcan volleyball game. And I remember this because we did this game. We're sitting up at the, at, at the top to the, at, to the right as you enter the gym. And here I am. I forget my cans. I forget my headphones. And, and we're, we don't have headsets. I mean, we're, we're just using headphones and, and a mic that we're just holding up. And we got this little mixer with us. And, you know, John did the, the, the first set play-by-play. And it was kind of cool for me to sit back, you know, just kind of hear his pacing and, and, and watch how he's, you know, how he's calling things. And I can interject with the color a little bit. Then, you know, games two, three. And I think there was a fourth game in that one. Uh, he turned over to me, and it was funny because we were, could barely hear each other. It was loud, and here I am without my headphones, and you know, trying to make our way through the broadcast. Let's just say, remember I, your excitement of that first game, Josh? Oh man, I I I was nervous. I was really nervous, just just kind of sitting there and sitting next to John and hearing him do play by play and just thinking, my turn's next. How am I supposed to top this? And by the way, I never forgot my headphones again. For, for, for a game at all with, with, the, with the URH or, or, or being here. He's a very professional individual. I, I, I try. Um, and, and I understand you're, uh, you're from Chicago, right, John? Because uh, Joe Farrell, you're from uh, the sports editor of West Hawaii today, also from that area, and you're a big Chicago Cubs and Bears fan. Right. I'm, I'm from the yeah. area. I'm not from Chicago proper, but yeah, I'm from, I'm okay. from the neighborhood, as, they, as Elwood Blues would say. <laughs> Are you listening to the Emily T. Gale Talks Golf and other sports show here on ESPN Radio AM 815 Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. And in the studio over in Hilo, I'm over in West Hawaii, but in the studio in Hilo is Josh Pacheco. Josh is the program director of our station, ESPN, and uh, has his own show Monday through Friday. You can catch him from 10 to 12 where he really speaks his mind. He lets you do the same thing. Uh, you can reach him at the Josh Pacheco Show at ESPNHawaii.com, and he also podcasts his broadcasts as well as many of the broadcasts of the local and the collegiate uh, games. And, John, some comments about where where ESPN, this uh, Big Island ESPN station, has has gone the last couple of years with Josh as program director and broadcasting so many games and going to be uh, streaming them pretty soon. So some comments on the progress he's made with the station. Well, Josh has gone where no Big Island broadcaster has gone before, doing a daily sports talk show especially. That is one of the most difficult things to do when you're sitting in front of a microphone and you don't have any music that you can fall back on when you when, when you're done having something to talk to you have to be incredibly prepared you have to do your homework there are uh, uh, some people who do occasional shows and none of them do their homework like Josh does you can hear it Josh is never without something to say Josh is, is a person who knows exactly when you when you call him up on the, when you call him up on the phone and you and you ask him about anything whether it's high school college sports everything from 
BIIF bowling to MMA. <laughs> Josh can talk about it, and that's something that's really, really different here. Also, the fact that uh, you get pretty much all of your sports from one thing, because I remember between this station and the one that I used to work for, we used to kind of vie back and forth for the contracts for BIIF right. and for and for the Vulcans, and it would and it would ping pong back and forth. Um, I did 14 years between the TV and the radio for the Vulcans, and and they weren't 14 contiguous years. Um, there, there there was a time that the contract went back to this station that I was not working at and, and 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 you know and it was kind of a it was kind of a strange feeling but um what Josh has done here is nothing short of remarkable and I think that he is as good of a sports talk show host as anybody in Honolulu and and, and as good as most of the guys who are doing it on the mainland well, I think it shows the importance of people having mentors and whatever the influence you've had in Josh's life. I've had my mentors, and I, I like to think I mentor some people. And it, it's just a, it's a wonderful example of how important that can be in someone's life. Um, i got to thank you, John. You sent me a, a real nice note a couple weeks ago saying, just keep doing what you're doing. I don't find myself quoting Martha Stewart as much, but it's a good thing. <laughs> and I, had done a I show did say talking, that. Yeah, <laughs> I had done a show talking a little bit about Title IX and how I had been a good athlete as a kid, but didn't have a place to really play my sports outside of school. What a terrible thing that was. And you said you had a sister that was... Um, in the same situation that she was a great athlete and stuff. So just a couple comments about Title IX and the the equity and the, the boys and girls sports today and even in terms of the broadcasting, the enthusiasm and the, the amount of uh, interest there is in girls sports these days. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm really glad that ESPN has women's softball on the air, women's collegiate softball, yeah. because what a great TV-friendly game that is and what a fast-paced game that is. But it is. It's a wonderful thing that women who are athletic have an outlet now. Um, it may not be quite the equal playing field. You may not be getting the kinds of money in your program that, say, um, college football does at the University of Oklahoma or something like that. But um, back back when the Title IX came around, and, and it's now the Patsy Mink Act, um, because Patsy Mink, uh, our late great com- congresswoman, was instrumental in, in writing and getting that landmark legislation passed, there were very few opportunities for women in sports. And, and oddly enough, that, that bill originally was not catered, was not directed towards sports. That was one of the residual effects of it. That's true. It was more towards culture and the arts and the music, and then and then it had to have that ripple down effect to sports. I think we're going to take a little break in a moment. Uh, I do want to say a big mahalo to a couple of my supporters, the Big Island Country Club up there on Scenic Highway 190 at the 20 mile marker. You visiting seniors, you can play up there on Monday and Thursdays for just 55 bucks. And a big mahalo to the Viaha River Coffee Company, Chick Dinah and Earl Kunataki, and John Kunataki, a host of the Corner Marathon. That's taking place this month, a terrific event for the, the Big Island and the state of Hawaii. You get a lot of people that come from across the country for John's event. But we're going to take a little break, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little more with Josh Pacheco, Program Director at ESPN, AM850 in Hilo, AM790 in Kona, and John Burnett, longtime play-by-play host of the Vulcans and now a columnist with uh, Hawaii Tribune and a few other things I found out about you, John. We'll hear about that, so we'll be right back. <laughs> 